Everything that rocks, Laser 103.3. Been looking forward to today's Hall Pass as I welcome Bad Wolves guitarist and Urbandale, Iowa's own Chris Kane back to the show. How are you, pal? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm pretty excited about this show coming to town. Maybe you've heard about Laser's ex, Michelle. You're excited. <laughs> I got the email about it, and I saw that. You should have seen me. I was running all over my apartment like a kid on Christmas morning. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, if we're excited for the debut of Bad Wolves here in Des Moines as part of Laser's Xmas show, you've got to be just absolutely over the moon to be in this spot for your first real hometown show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I didn't, uh, I'm not going to lie, I didn't see this one coming. I, I saw, like, maybe, you know, a show at Woolies. Maybe even Valor Ballroom, but the first one at Wells Fargo, <laughs> it's insane. That's so funny that you say that, because I remember distinctly the first time we talked a little over a year ago, how we were talking about that first time and what that's going to be like. You mentioned the Valor, you mentioned Woolies, but to jump straight into the arena is huge. I can't imagine how that feels. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's just an epic feeling, man. I, it's, almost, it's, just, it's a dream come true, because it's a place I've always wanted to play. You know, I've seen Slipknot there multiple times. You know, I used to go to shows there all the time. Barnstormer games, you know, you name it. That ACDC song, It's a Long Way to the Top, If You Want to Rock and Roll, comes to mind. When I think of how hard you worked your ass off around here before getting that break and joining this band, do me a favor, Chris, real quick, since we haven't spoken in a while, what bands did you play with here, and what are some of the jobs you held before the move? Um, so when I was... Um when I was about 16 or 17 years old, I played in a uh, local band called Burning the Broken, and we, uh, we we mostly just played at like the House of Bricks and stuff like that when it was like back on Merle Hay, and only a couple times that I moved downtown, and then I ended up working for First Fleet Concerts for Sam Summers for, man, five or six years, but uh, any anytime in between that, I, I also did lawn care as well, so... My life was uh, was was loading in shows and going and cutting grass and coming back and loading out shows at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty much that was pretty much my life there up until I moved to California. Boy, what a change! I mean, you got the break while you were still in Des Moines. Your first break was with Christina Perry, if I'm not mistaken, right? You were you were you teching for them or were you playing for her? Uh, no, yeah, I was I was teching. Um, okay, it's funny how I even got that gig. So I was just a runner uh, for her show at Woolies. And at the end of the night, I was settling up for seats with a tour manager. And he was just like, he's like, he's like, do you play an instrument by chance? And I was like, well, I play guitar. He's like, do you know anything about gear? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty, uh, pretty familiar with um, you know, how it goes. And he's just like, do you want a job as a guitar tech with Christina Perry? <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was like are you serious? <laughs> and so that's, it was like really crazy how it happened. And so then um, I went out with her for like a little bit. And then that same guy, Chris Broussard, he was the one that kind of pushed me to, to make the move because he's like, He's like, if you move to Los Angeles, he's like, you'll get way more gigs. And, like, because people, like, a lot of times they want L.A.-based people because they don't want to fly people out, put them up in hotels and all that stuff because it's just extra expense. And sure. so I literally, I was living with my best friend, Mike Terry, at the time, and I was like, like, I'm moving out there. I'm like, do you want to come with me? And he's like, screw it. Why not? <laughs> and we've both been out there ever since. And look at you now, my man. Look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a crazy ride, man. It's but I've, you know, I'm super happy with the position I'm in. You know, everybody in this band is is all great friends of mine, and I, you know, I feel like I'm living in a, you know, a dream right now. So you mentioned jumping around your apartment when you found out you were playing Des Moines. Finally, did you call anyone to give them the news? Yeah, everybody that called, nobody answered. <laughs> oh no! 
called my brother right away. Neither one of them answered. And then, and then the next person I called was John, our drummer, who's my best friend. He didn't answer. And I'm just sitting here just like extremely excited. I'm like, I need to tell somebody. See, this is when you need to like remember that I gave you my number back in May of last year. I would have taken you know that call. That, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Nothing worse than calling a bunch of people, being excited, and just getting a bunch of voicemails. That sucks. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, I, since, the, uh, since the tour got announced, a lot of people have have reached out to me about it so not only is it going to be an exciting show it's going to be a going to be a busy night with family and all my friends and everybody else so but i'm very much looking forward to it and it's the last night of the tour as well you know i I think we'll be pretty dialed in at that point dialed in and probably some additional fun to be had too i i know from personal experience that the last date on tours especially among bands that have been on the road together for quite some time and have a chemistry like you guys do with five finger there's probably going to be some crazy stuff happening that night whether it's mainly backstage maybe it'll be out on stage who knows right exactly and also the boys in three days grace as well we've um We've done a few tours with them over the past year and became really uh, close with them as well. So I'm excited to get back out with them again as well. You mentioned John, your drummer. He is the guy that put this band together. So is he, he'd be the one then that brought you into the fold. Correct. So John and I met back in 2009 when he was uh, drumming for Devil Driver. And at the time, I was playing in this band called For the Fallen Dreams based out of uh, Lansing, Michigan. We were on uh, this called the Thrash and Burn Tour. We were just opening up for them. That's when we first met, and we just kind of stayed in touch over the years. And uh, yeah, it was. I posted a video of me playing guitar on my Instagram, and uh, I remember receiving a text from him because I guess my head was cropped out of the, the video, and he's like, "He's like, is that you playing?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "He goes, I forgot you play guitar." <laughs> and so he's just like, you know, I'm starting this new band. Would you just be interested in, in doing it? And this is when he was basically just right out of Devil Driver. He maybe had a couple of demos written uh, for Bad Wolves, and we, actually, we didn't even have a name for it at the time. Um, it was just like this unknown thing. But um, but yeah, he was the one that brought me into it uh, back in 2015. When was the last time you came to Des Moines, Chris? When was the last time you visited? I was actually just there uh, in April for a few weeks. Okay. Family and stuff like that. It's nice that you get that chance every now and again. I understand when, especially when a debut album comes out and there's a level of success. And I mean, for that matter, we're still playing the hell out of Remember When. So this thing has had some serious legs to it. But it's nice to know that you actually do have an opportunity to kick back and 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 relax a bit here and there. Yeah, and I tell you what, um, I'm probably going to be staying in Des Moines after that tour. Uh, after that show, I should say, and stay there for Christmas and everything, so that works out really well. Oh, that's awesome. So what's the first thing you do when you get here? Is it, I mean, family for sure, but I mean, is there like a place you like to go, something you want to eat because it's been a while? What is it? You know, there's the, every time I come to Des Moines, uh, and it was because me and my dad used to go here uh, to the spot all the time, is Georgia Chili King. Mm-hmm. I have to go there every single time without... Without a doubt. Some of my biggest hangovers in my entire life were cured by George the Chili King. Right. It's unbelievable. <laughs> He's one of us. He is Chris Kane, who plays guitar for Bad Wolves. Incredibly, the band have never played Des Moines, but that's about to change with Laser's Xmas show Sunday, December 15 at Wells Fargo Arena. Also features Five Finger Death Punch, Three Days Grace, and Fire from the Gods. The chemistry must be pretty awesome between the Bad Wolves and Five Finger Camps to have done so much touring together since Disobey came out. Yeah, I mean, uh, Zoltan Bathory is our is our manager, 
and he's and he's kind of the guy that got us all these tours and got the band signed and got everything going um, for us, you know, a couple years ago. And uh, you know, we be, and we became really close to everybody in the band, the crew, and everything. So it's so great when we get back out on tour with them. It's like it's like a family reunion. You know, that first day of tour, like you load in, you're like walking around the venues, just homies everywhere. You know, the hangs, everything's really positive. It's great. I loved Disobey. I ranked it number two in my top 18 albums of 2018, tail end of last year. Tell me a little bit about the new material you've been working on this spring and summer. What's coming out of the speakers, Chris? Uh, well, I'll tell you this much. The new record is going to be it's gonna be fairly diverse, kind of like how the first one was, but I would say that we kind of honed into, like, our, uh, our, our own sound, and it's a little bit more straightforward, and I feel like it's a good uh good idea of like what the future is going to hold it's still heavy there's still ballads you know just kind of like uh just like i said it's a little bit diverse but like we found our own sound coming from the metal world is that a difficult thing to get used to playing in different styles certainly different speeds yeah it's it, it can be a little bit challenging and sometimes the more simplistic stuff can be a little bit more difficult which is odd for me to even say but i but i i thoroughly enjoy it because I love playing metal. That's like, you know, my, my, my background is how I, you know, learned to play guitar when I was younger. I learned, you know, Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, you know, all that stuff. And like, so I love the fast kind of thrashy side to it. But then there's also a lot of fun when you're playing the rock ballads and stuff live and everybody's singing back and you can kind of interact with the crowd and take that all in and not have to stand there and focus like riffing over and over you know yeah almost like a breather right it is definitely a breather <laughs> but it's very enjoyable you know sure especially now that remember when it's taken off i remember when we first started playing that song last year and not a single person you know knew what the song was because they never heard it and now it's probably one of the loudest sing-alongs that we have in our set aside from zombie yeah you know you've got a hit song when the crowd knows all the words you know it's a little easier yeah. with something like Zombie, but with Remember When, that's your own baby right there, you know? Definitely, yeah. It feels really good. Same with Hear Me Now, too. Hear Me Now, you know, had a pretty good run as well. And Yeah, it sure did. And you guys actually had a few opportunities, more than a few opportunities, to uh, have Diamante come out and sing it with you, which is cool. Yeah, we actually brought her out with us all last summer. Just uh, She just rode with us just to sing that one song. And every time that we do a show or a festival that she's on, She's always up there singing it with us. She's the homie, man. She's great. Yeah, she's totally cool. I talked to her a few months ago when uh, when her new album came out. She's fantastic. I like her a lot. Yeah, and I like you know, and her and her band. I love touring with them as well. Like everybody in her band is also really, really great, positive, and you know, down to earth people, and just fun to fun to hang with. Sure. I read an interview Tommy gave recently. He said you're doing another cover tune for this new album. I won't ask which one, because I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to divulge that info yet. But can you tell me, is it a pretty well-known tune? Was there much change in the arrangement in order to make it your own? Um, you know what? I, it's a song that everybody's heard. You know, we, 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 uh, we put our heavy twist on it. Um, yeah, I can't really, <laughs> can't really go into it too much more. Um, but uh, I, I'll, I'll say this much: everybody will enjoy it. Yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble, Chris, for sure. I just I, like I'm just looking for any any angle here since I heard you guys are doing another cover. So, <laughs> I mean, this morning, man, like we put out a new song today, one called "I'll, I'll Be There." Yeah, but it's not it's not available for purchase or singles yet. But and it's all morning long. I was like, "Yo, can you send that to me? Yo, can I get that?" 
not yet. What can you tell me? What comes to mind when you think about the making and recording of that song? I'll be there. Because as soon as we got it, we posted it at laser1033.com. Well, uh, that was a that was a very big John and Tommy song. They kind of they put the uh, like they put that one together, and me and Doc just were kind of around to help with any kind of leads, like uh, and then help with vocal melodies sometimes. But that's a very much Tommy and John song, because like the way that we work as a as a band is we'll get together as a whole and we'll write certain songs all as a group, and then there's a lot of times like when we're at home we'll be putting demos together and kind of emailing back and forth being like yo what do you think of this or hey i wrote this song or like does this melody sound cool it's not like how it used to be back in the day where everybody just gets in a room and jams and then like you know they write a song it's a little bit more spread out no i get it i totally understand that's i mean uh, the advent of modern technology they they certainly wouldn't have been able to do that even 20 years ago most bands were absolutely in a room together so it's it's kind of nice in a way i mean you you do hear of bands at times that are like they live in opposite corners of the country or even the world and they're able to somehow assemble a a cohesive record it's amazing yeah but there was there was a couple of songs on the record that we we all got together the five of us in the studio and you know grind it out for a few days passing the guitar around you know coming up with riffs vocal melodies and stuff like that so those are always really fun that's cool dude i'm we're looking forward to hearing the new stuff obviously is there a uh, is there a loose game plan in place in terms of when you're looking to get the album out i mean does it coincide with this tour you know to be honest with you i've heard one thing and i've heard another and I feel like the it's still just kind of up in the air right now. Sure. I heard uh, I heard potentially this fall, and I also heard first quarter of next year. So it's kind of hard for me to give a definite answer on that. And we're still even trying to figure out what the first single is going to be off of it. And we're still getting um, all the like little parts put together, like album artwork and everything else like that. So there's you know there's a little bit of time left. Disobey's still got legs, obviously, but that said, we've got a big show coming, and damned if we aren't excited as hell to have you guys finally. Yeah, I yeah, like I keep saying, man, I I can't wait. It's just a bummer that it's like six months away from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, it's it's amazing though. I'll tell you, man. The the older I get, the quicker six months turns around. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's a pretty amazing thing. It'll be here before you know it. Yeah, we're and you know we're busy. I like I'm on the I'm on the tour bus right now. We just left Los Angeles last night, and we're on our way to Dallas, Texas, to start the Papa Roach Asking Alexandria tour. Cool. Which starts this Saturday. Love that. Which should be yeah, which should be great. Though once again, two bands. You know, that we're all friends with, so it's just going to be another one of those tours. You walk in, like, and it's just going to be friends everywhere and just a great time. I'm excited for you, Chris. I love the fact that you guys are making some serious noise out there. And again, it's Lasers Xmas show December 15 at Wells Fargo Arena. It's going to be a packed house, dude. And, and I mean, remember those times being out in the crowd and, and watching Slipknot and watching all those other things at that arena. You're going to be up on that stage, dude. That's amazing. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It'll, it'll definitely be very emotional for me. Not, you know, looking out, cause I'll, I'll know that my whole family's there, all my friends, and everything that you just said about attending shows back in the day and then now finally being up there playing. So It's going to be a hell of a guest list, about a mile long for you. <laughs> it might. It might. <laughs> Everybody going to be hitting you up for free tickets. Fortunately, that's one of the perks of this gig. I'm not going to be hitting you up for free tickets, but... Uh... Well, definitely, you got to come by and hang out, though. Well, hopefully we'll have the opportunity to hang out a little bit, you and I. Definitely. That would be all right, my man. Thanks so much for taking the time for me. I do appreciate it. Absolutely, man. It's good to hear from you guys. All right, Chris, you take it easy. Have fun out there, okay? All right, man. Take care.